Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross at Fightful.com. Here with a name you know. You know him from the wrestling ring, but you're going to get to know him a little bit more from Corner Gas Animated. You can see it on CTV in Canada, IMDb TV in America when it drops. We call him Lance Storm, but he's known as Lance Fury in some other parts of the world. (laughs) Yeah, in the Corner Gas universe, uh, and it's CTV comedy. It's not CTV. Um, Yeah, in the Corner Gas universe, I will be known as Lance Fury. Yeah, which actually I, is isn't a big stretch from Lance Storm to be perfectly honest. It's it's not. It's not. And uh, I mean, I, I got to check out the episode. Uh, you you play a gardening well a pro wrestler who is now a gardening enthusiast. Did you take any inspiration from like other plant loving wrestlers like Rob Van Dam? <laughs> yeah, or Valvine as my old partner. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Although although to it it's 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 funny in that I'm again I'm assuming Brent got the idea uh from me in that it's a retired pro wrestler turned podcaster which is pretty much what i'm doing legitimately it's just instead of podcasting pro wrestling i'm podcasting about my love for botany and plants and i mean you you had a great (laughs) I'm, i'm assuming you went into this without that knowledge that was written in about plants or were you able to lend a little bit um, I, I, again, I, I, I'd lended the voice, but, um, <laughs> I didn't know that's where it was going when they first reached out to me and wanted to know if I was interested. Um, and obviously I jumped the chance. I've been a fan of the franchise since I think I discovered it when they were in season three of the live action series. That yes. always sounds funny. Live action. Cause it's not an action show, but, <laughs> but I had gotten a DVD set of season one for Christmas uh, about the year they were in season three, I believe, and fell in love with the show and, and even had a buddy of mine who works in film working behind the scenes, trying to get me a cameo on that. And, and then, you know, I was part of the Kickstarter program when they did the movie and ended up getting to meet and get to know Brent Butt a little bit. So when he reached out and asked if I was interested in being a part of season three of Corner Gas Animated, I jumped at it. And then when he, I first, I found out about the, the botany angle, if you will, 
uh, was when they actually sent me uh, the copy of, I guess they only sent me my portion of the script. Maybe they sent me the whole script. I don't remember um, to read through the first time to see what I thought. And I guess it was the whole script because it wasn't too long in that I, I was actually laughing. So I'm like, no, this is good. Uh, I, I enjoyed it and thought it was really funny. I love that we're at a point in time where we can say the botany angle. There and you go. You say that you say that it's not an action show. I don't know some of that terminology you you were using with the the older lady as you're teaching her to to go in deep <laughs> Emma. to the that was action packed there. Yeah, and in this is again, I, I suppose I stood in the ring with him uh, at New Blood Rising, but this is going to be the first time anyone gets to see uh, Lance Storm and Bret Hart wrestle. Yeah. Oh my. God. Yeah. This, that was that was the thing. Bret Hart. They. I'm assuming you've seen the episode ahead of the drop, yes. as I have. They had Bret Hart, and I, I love it. He's he's playing the mechanic, and he's the wearing mechanic. a hillbilly gym getup, effectively. And but it's got the the Bret Hart type of like the the, the pink. I, I don't want to. I don't know if it's like the the razor logo or or whatever the the flare the 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 flame, so to speak. It's it's a nice mixture there. It's an homage because it looks just like Bret Hart and it looks just like Lance Storm, but it's the mechanic and Lance Fury. Well, the way it was explained to me was they didn't want all of the baggage of our career. Sure. <laughs> so they went as well, you know, because it's then then you've got you know however many time world champion Bret Hart and it just it muddies the waters a little bit. Where this way they could put whatever history. Uh, behind each character they wanted but obviously it's it's pretty uh, it's pretty plain to see who we really are so if you're a wrestling fan you get the bonus of that um, and if you're not a wrestling fan then you can just enjoy uh, Lance Fury plant enthusiast against the bad mechanic and you've done some acting in the past I remember you were uh, in I believe it was Chokeslam Yes, Chokeslam the movie uh, had a cameo in that and a little bit of wrestling. I've actually done, and again, more stunt acting than, mm -hmm. than acting, really. But I've, I've done a couple of small bits in a couple of TV shows and a couple of films. Uh, but this was a lot of fun going to studio. Brent came uh, to Calgary and we got into a studio here um, and, you know, read through the lines. And he did, he basically read every person on the show that I was interacting with. So I had, and then they did my parts and it was a lot of fun. So how, how much transition or I, I don't want to say adaptation or anything like that did you have to do to go to voice acting? Because you've been a character actor for a significant portion of your life in a lot of ways. Well, yeah, because I, I feel like I'm just basically playing me, which is probably the best way to go as far as acting goes, because I, I don't have a lot <laughs> of experience in in traditional acting. But yeah, it was, you know, again, we we went down and it was, I don't know, three hours or so. Uh, in studio and it was fun because there's you know one moment that um, I, I, I take a blow and it's like in mid-sentence and it's like I just was having a really hard time with it and finally I just looked at Brent I'm like can you just hit me at the appropriate time please <laughs> and he's like what I'm like just hit me I don't care how but it's just hard to be saying a sentence and go ow realistically enough so I'm like just pop me in the shoulder good and shove me it's like, he's like okay and it's like it worked a lot better. So it's uh, like in wrestling, it's easier if you just actually do it. So, And I, I would assume that over the years and how long you were associated with wrestling, you probably did some voice work for video games and things like that over over time as well, right? Um, actually, the only one, and it was weird. It's, it's the, you know, things get better, but do they really? 
<laughs> the only game that I actually recall doing that for was the ECW video game. The Acclaim ones from... The from... Acclaim one. Yeah. They brought us to the Acclaim offices in New York somewhere. And every sound from that video game, we had to record all the grunting, the groaning, the ow, uh, as well as, you know, three or four lines of taunting that our character would have done. But I don't recall ever doing any of that in WWE. Which now, is... I do... I do remember doing, there was a, a week, um, and unfortunately it was just after we had all been fired from the invasion, and I did the, the segment where I was, you know, mopping floors at WWE New York, the restaurant, hoping to make my way back after being fired, and all of the toy companies were doing, you know, I guess probably the Christmas launch or something, so there's all these new toys coming out, so they're all there too, and I'm assuming none of the people new wrestling so they just watched the episode the week before they showed up so literally every piece of merchandise and toy they had me doing you know janitor stuff as if that was my gimmick and there was like you know a lot of voice stuff for sound effects for different things or a microphone that you could interview people and they just wanted me to record all these lines about mopping floors and i'm just like oh but yeah other than that for toys and the ecw video games the only time i've done voice work so to speak uh, but again, I've been doing podcasts, uh, non-garden related for quite a while. So it wasn't a big stretch. Yeah. Now that you mentioned it, I kind of realized you, you left in, in 04 and many of the WWE games were text based with the terminology before then, like, cause they would have like music overlay and stuff. I'm sure you didn't play many of them, but no, I, I, I also do vividly remember like when you would throw a strike with, and you'd hit balls Mahoney, he'd like go, uh, uh, oof. Like that on yep. the ECW games as well. And we made those recordings. That is fantastic. Yeah, uh, you're, you're sitting in this tiny little room all by yourself, and they're like, you get the headset on, they're like, okay, grunt. And it's like, Ugh. It's like, all right, pretend you got hit. You go, oh, it's like, you just feel like an idiot. So it, actually being in a studio with Brent doing lines and letting him hit me was easy. Yeah, I was going to say, like, if you had him there, it would have been a lot more natural because he could have just, he could have just got the job done for you. Yep. Were, was there any, like, uh, to, to kind of mention the video game again, did you was there any other work you had to do for those? Like, did you have to do any motion capture? I, I mean, I'm, I feel like this was before that time. We didn't do motion capture, but we did, and it was absurd. They came to, it was a, we did a show in White Plains, and they were going to film the commercial. And we get there, and they've got this setup in the ring, and they've got, had to have been about a four-inch thick chunk of plexiglass in the middle of the ring on blocks with a camera underneath it. And they wanted all of us to do like wrestling moves on it. So they wanted a guy to jump off the top rope and splash the camera so you could see it for the, and we're like, we can't land on that. Like, why not? I'm like, that's four inches thick plexiglass. It's like landing on concrete. And they're like, well, can't you just splash that? We're like, no. So they eventually managed to put some, you know, the gym mats that would be on the floor in New York around it just enough so that the camera didn't see it. And a couple of guys were willing to do a couple of bumps on that, but it, it was, it was not good. So uh, yeah, that's why I much prefer the animated series because yeah. <laughs> uh, you can, you don't have to do your own stunts in an animated series. You did a moonsault in the animated series. Yes. The, the lion salt version. You did. Um, yeah. I actually, again, I've done a few in the early nineties, 93 and 95 when I worked in Europe. Um, I did that move like into the cross body block but off the top rope um as they finish occasionally and then i think other than that as far as the traditional moonsault i missed one once in japan just because the other dude 
you know, putting the finish together and he's like, Oh, could you miss a moon? So I'm like, suppose it's like it's not something i do but if you really want me to and it's like so i say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Did, but yeah, I wasn't a huge moonsault guy, but uh, Lance Fury decided that he was going to do a moonsault on, on Bret Hart or the bad mechanic, I suppose. And also too, although she doesn't appear, but she's in it. Trish Stratus also yes. has a, a brief part. You will hear her more than see her in this, but uh, uh, so quite the Canadian contingent on the, uh, Sound and Fury episode with Trish, Brett, and I. And and one of the, the plot points of this show is that you're doing this podcast with, with this woman who is an avid gardener and a couple of younger fellows. I believe one is her son. Maybe one is her, her – I can't remember the other relation, but uh, Big they – Big corner want, gas fan, I see. Yes, they 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 grew up – well, I mean, I'm in, I'm in America. It's not yes. not as prevalent here, although I am – after watching this, I'm checking it out on IMD TV. Um, they want you to come back to the ring. They're they're like, so I don't want to say they're ashamed. They're just like, really, Lance Fury. He's he's a gardener now. That that can't be. D- you're a guy who stepped away from wrestling when you. It seemed like you had plenty more in the tank. How much did you get that? Because you did have several several matches after that. You had dozens of matches after after you left WWE. Yeah, I still get the you know please come back one more match. Um, so it's, it's very, uh, based in reality because again, Brent, but who, uh, Brent Leroy, the son of Emma, the woman I'm doing the gardening piece with, yes. uh, he and his best friend, uh, Hank are avid wrestling fans. And I believe both are to an extent anyway, Brent grew yes. up in Saskatchewan was a stampede wrestling fan. So he, uh, probably why the episode reads so true as you know, watching it, I'm like, yeah, I could totally see this. It's when you're a wrestling fan and your favorite wrestler, it's like, again, how much is, you know, CM Punk still, you know, people, it's like, they want him to come back. It's like, no, you owe us. You're supposed to do this. This is your job. And that's sort of what they were like trying to convince me to come back and do it. And uh, again, I, I probably still have more in the tank now, but it doesn't mean that's what you have to do for the rest of your life. It has been since like, I believe like 2016, since you've wrestled a match, right? Um, yeah, it's about that. It was either 16 or 15, uh, wherever mania in Dallas was the last time, uh, against when... Matt Hardy. Yes. It yeah. was a WrestleCon show against Matt Hardy was uh, technically my last match as of now. Um, we still, uh, Chris Jericho and I sort of have an unofficial pact okay. that we will have our last match ever together because we had our first match ever together and we're still really good friends. So 
uh, provided he doesn't uh, keep wrestling for another 25 years, um, there is the probability or at least possibility that he and I will have our last one and we will do our debut and our joint retirement match together. So uh, there's still the possibility of that one someday. Yeah, and knowing him, you don't never know how long that'll be because I think it was like maybe six, seven months ago he said, you know, I've been wrestling 29 years and just now I feel like I'm the best in the world right now. Like, so I don't think he's going to, it doesn't seem like he's going to slow down anytime soon, right? No, it, it probably doesn't. But again, I still feel good and I'm physically yeah. fit. So uh, you never know. Uh, again, maybe we'll, it will be that match that no one wants to see. We'll both be 75 out there and they'll be like, oh my God, why are these guys doing this? But uh, at least that's one nice thing because you'll, you'll see on Corner Gas Animated, I, I still have my old hair. Yes, and, and it's much easier to have abs in an animated series than it is in a, a real life series. How did you feel when you saw that, and you're like, "All right, they put they put the flat top on me." Well, I figured they would because yeah. they're going to want your most recognizable look, and so that was and that was the thing when they were doing. Um, I think it was actually after we recorded the audio, but then I, you know, they they reach out and it's like, "Can you send us several photos from your career so we can send them to the animators?" Um, so I'm finding some photos and, and those are the ones I sent. I suppose if I sent them a bunch of me with my shaved head, that's what they would have done, but that's not, what's going to be my most recognizable look. It's like, you know, they gave Brett his, uh, nice dark hair color back. Brett still has his hair. It's just a lot grayer now, but you know, they want you to look the way fans are going to expect you to look. And, and that's what we did. And it was great. Cause, um, there's, I'll, I'll share it on my Twitter at Lance storm, but there's a back you know backstage bit that we recorded after we did the the actual voice recording and they put it together with some clips of the show but it's the reveal where Brent actually shows me the official finished character drawing of me and it's pretty cool because again this is as a fan of this the entire corner gas franchise since you know way back when i think it's 16 years now this has been a thing in canada like these are my simpsons yeah, like you, you know, and, and it's like immortalized in a in a piece of you know Canadian. Uh, again, you always say you know it's Americana. It's like well, this is whatever the Canadian version of that is. <laughs> you know, it's like you know you want to sit down with your Tim Hortons coffee and uh, watch Corner Gas. And now I am a part of that franchise, and with that animated character, I'm a little bit immortalized uh, in it. So it's it's a big deal for me, and I really can't wait till the show airs next Monday, uh, October 26th, CTV Comedy. Uh, I've watched it already, but I will be sitting down on Monday. Again, wrestling fans, you're, you've got Raw on the other channel, but DVRs work. Yeah. You can, you can watch one or the other. I would recommend watching Corner Gas Animated and, and DVR and Raw because there's three hours of commercials there. You can shorten that sucker up. Yeah. Uh, 30 minutes is a, is a pretty easy watch. You can you can watch Corner Gas Animated and then like start Raw and you're still pretty good. You can you can get through that first hour. No problem uh, on, on Raw. You'll still uh, end at regular time because there's 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 more commercial content in Raw than there is <laughs> entire content in a half hour sitcom. So indeed, uh, first also I didn't understand Tim Hortons until I visited Toronto for the first time, and then I uh, left with fifteen charges on my card from Tim Hortons because <laughs> it was it was right next to my hotel that I that I was staying at, and I was like, it's okay. right next to every hotel. Uh, yeah, that's that's very true. And my boss, we're based out of Toronto. Every time we do our show, he pops on with his Tim Hortons thing, and I was like, "All right, I'll try it." And then I'm like, "Okay, it's so versatile. I, I've I've got I've got a, it works just so fine." 
We've got uh, a cold climate up here. Hot coffee's a big deal. Yeah. And that is the running joke in Canada. It's like, oh, where do you live? I'm like, oh, I'm just down the street from the Tim Hortons because everyone, I, I, I've got walking distance to two different Tim Hortons from my house. As we wrap up a couple of wrestling questions, I've always wondered about your, your entry, so to speak, in WCW. You came in and in short order, championship, 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 uh, especially my, my personal favorite, the Saskatchewan hardcore international title. <laughs> I hated that name. So as this is pitched to you, who pitches that to you? And how do you feel when you're told, yeah, three titles were putting on you, even if they do have you give away two of them? Well, the thing is, that was never pitched to me because they were making it up as they went along. Oh, wow. So it's, you know, you're going to win the U.S. title. It's like, okay, cool. And that one I knew about, you know, several days ahead because uh, Johnny Ace, who was the agent at the time for it, he called me with, the, you know, you're getting a big push, you're winning this tournament, we need to come up with what your finisher is going to be because I'd been using the half crab up until that. And he was undecided or unsure whether he would be able to convince all of these guys to tap so he was thinking we should probably do a pinfall finisher. But after, you know, several minutes of debate, he's like, ah, screw it. I'll just make them all tap out. I'm like, okay. But it was, you know, even I think the day before, because I know there was still argument going on because uh, Big Vito, who I beat for the hardcore title, he was really tight with Russo. And he had talked to Russo the day before. Still is. And at that point, I was beating him in a U.S. title match on Nitro and he was beating me in a hardcore match on Thunder or vice versa, but we were each going to defend our titles and successfully retain. And it was that day of that they decided, no, let's put two titles on Lance because he was arguing and complaining about having to lose the title at the show. So it's like it was last minute they decided that. And then the other one, it's like I found out, you know, again, an hour before it happened. So I never had a chance for anything to sink in. It's just boom, boom, boom. It's like, oh, okay. So you just you're you're busy doing the job and you don't really think about it until you have to go to the airport and realize you have three title belts and your carry on and security is going to be a real nightmare. I think a lot of people would be surprised to learn that Elix Skipper was the oldest of that trio. Like a lot of people thought he was like 20 when he came in. Yeah, he me was- included. Yeah, he was like he was like thirty then. Man, he, he's a guy I miss seeing in wrestling. Uh, he's done he's done a lot of good stuff. And somebody, I think it was Ross Foreman, actually told me they're like, no, he was like a almost like a hired gun in the restaurant world. As like he will fix your restaurant. And they oh, said really? that he, they said that he took a pay cut to come to WCW to wrestle. That's that's kind of amazing. Because yeah, it was a show, an indie show I was supposed to do late in my career or something. And he was originally going to be there and then wasn't. And someone, I'm like, well, why couldn't Elix make it? He's like, oh, his daughter had graduation. And I'm like, from preschool? And they're like, no, his daughter's like 22. I'm like, yeah. how old is this guy? Yeah, he's, he's And I, I didn't realize because I thought he was like an 18 year old kid when I worked with him. That's the thing. Yeah, I did too. Because they presented him as so youthful and all that stuff. And, and he obviously executed it very well. Uh, but Lance, I, I want to thank you so much for joining me. I encourage everybody to check out Corner Gas Animated. I've seen the episode; it is a fun one. Uh, <laughs> like when when they they had you portraying the character they had you portray in the manner they did, I was like, oh, this is this is a good fit. It works. Uh, it's on CTV Comedy, IMDb TV. It is uh, on Monday, at first broadcast rather Monday, October twenty sixth. Lance, thank you so much for taking the time. No, oh, my pleasure. Until next time, guys. We're out.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.